I remember clearly watching every minute of this story I'm going to tell you today as I sat as a 10-year-old in our living room and thinking that this was something off an old black and white sci-fi series. Remember that one? It was called The Land of the Lost. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. On the morning of May 18th, Mount St. Helens was shaken by an earthquake of a 5.0 magnitude, and it was then that the entire north side of the summit slid down the mountain. This day in weather history. If you missed yesterday's episode, you missed at the end when I said that this mountain by the indigenous people of the Pacific Northwest was referred to as Lualaklof, or the Smoking Mountain. But Mount St. Helens, located in the Cascade Mountains, has erupted periodically during the last almost 5,000 years. However, (laughs) this is a big caveat, by the way, (laughs) the last active period, you'd have to go back to between 1831 and 1857. So you'll forgive the locals if they fell into somewhat of a complacency regarding the danger of what stood 9,680 feet before this eruption in 1980. This was the year 1980. It was a new decade and one that was rife with excessiveness. The United States was on the cusp of what would go on to be an economic boom and one that would be dubbed Reaganomics, as a famous Hollywood actor would assume control of the world's most powerful nation that was also still gripped in a fierce Cold War with the Soviet Union. So again, people were distracted by a lot that was going on and a volcanic eruption was not anywhere on anyone's minds. But that's what makes stories like this so incredible. It was on March 20th of that year when noticeable volcanic activity began for the first time in 123 years with a series of earth tremors that were centered on the ground just beneath the north part of the mountain. These earthquakes got worse over the days that followed and a week later on March 27th, a minor eruption occurred, but this time a crack in the seams began to open when Mount St. Helens began emitting steam and ash through its crater and vents. I don't know about you, this is already reminding me of the May 7th episode of this podcast when the people of Martinique had all the same warning, but let them all pass. Like in that episode, here in Washington State, small eruptions continued daily, and in April, people familiar with the mountain noticed changes to the structure of its north face. Uh Uh-oh. This was now enough for authorities to begin evacuating hundreds of people from the sparsely settled area near the mountain. As is always the case with our delusional species, there were a few people who refused to leave. They never got a chance to regret their decision because what happened next happened so fast, it was over for them before it began. At 8.32 a.m. local time, Mount St. Helens exploded in a massive eruption. It instantly killed 57 people, devastating some 210 square miles of wilderness. So what happened? It was on the morning of May 18th, this day in weather history, when Mount St. Helens was shaken by that earthquake I told you about off the top of the 5.0 magnitude, and the entire north side of the summit slid down. Okay, pick that up. The giant landslide was consistent of rock and ice, one of the largest recorded in history, as a matter of fact, and it was followed by and then actually overtaken by 
an enormous explosion of steam and volcanic gases which surged northward along the ground at a lightning speed. Again, like the story I told you back on this podcast on May 7th from Martinique. However, this was the fatal blow for anything living that was in its path. Trees anywhere within six miles were stripped bare or destroyed altogether. It is estimated that 10 million trees were felled by this one blast. On top of that, nearly all vegetation for as far as the eye could see was wiped out entirely. Mud flows, pyroclastic flows, floods, they all added to the destruction, destroying roads, bridges, parks, and thousands more acres of forestry. But what made the news that day, as I sat in my living room watching on TV, was that unforgettable vertical eruption of gas and ash that formed that mushroom cloud that spewed 12 miles into the air. Remember, again, this is 1980, and literally every movie at this time was about the possibility of World War III. (laughs) So a mushroom cloud broadcast all over the world was very unnerving, to say the least. By later that afternoon, the eruptions had finally subsided, and by early the next day, it was basically over. When the dust had cleared, people looked up and saw that Mount St. Helens volcanic cone was completely blasted away and replaced by what you see now, that horseshoe-shaped crater. The mountain lost 1,700 feet of vertical from that eruption. So where did all of that matter go? It was all over the vicinity or still traveling through the atmosphere from this blast this day in weather history. Tomorrow is May 19th, and this could have been Deflategate, or Spygate, or the two Super Bowl losses against the New York Giants, or Tom Brady being discarded by the Patriots only to win the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the next year. But no, tomorrow's story is an even darker day in the history of New England. On this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.